That is Kingfisher, Eyes Don't Lie. I have to say that is my favourite of all the lads' songs. Joining me live in studio right now is the band Kingfisher, Eddie, Magoo, Fitz. What's happening, guys? Katie, how are you? Good, good. I was just saying to you off air, that is my favourite song from me. And I have to ask, tell me a little bit about it. Where did you draw the inspo? Are you the type that is pulling things from your own lives to put into your music? Uh, or is it, where did you come up with this one? That's the first thing we wrote. That's, yeah. that was, that, that's the reason why the band is together. So um, we were all in, in living in the Cedars in Briarfield, just beside um, UL. And I was living with Fitz. I came in one day. Cause we've been writing kind of independently. We've been doing a lot of music um, just in our own spare time, whatever. And I came into Fitz and he was playing some weird tuning on guitar. And then we just rolled eyes on live within the space of maybe the bones of it came out that day. And then we were kind of back and forth. Yeah, the and first thing we ever wrote, so it was like probably spent two weeks playing it over and over and over again. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh God, oh God, what's this? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. But it came out, it was probably out within a day before that. Yeah. Wow. So. Seriously, a day to write that song. A lot of them do. Like the bones of these things, we don't have the attention span, Katie, to uh, <laughs> really hang on to anything for more than 24 hours. So if it doesn't come out I in a day, yeah, it's not, it's not coming out. I relate, I relate. Guys, where did your, you, you were talking about your band Farming, where did the name King Fisher come from? It's interesting. Uh, I, that was such a, that was the, I think, Hardest thing yet. The, literally the hardest part of us starting a band is trying to name the band. So um, we had, a, I'd say, a dozen different names. We were going to name it after a guy in our course. Mm-hmm. Then we were going to name it because, <laughs> yeah, God, thank God we, yeah, thank God we didn't do that. Um, but uh, I grew up in, in Wexford um, rowing around kind of, it was coastal rowing, so it was like the wooden cots. And I, I lived just by a river called the Bora, which leads into the Slaney. And we used to row up and down the river as kids and all up till I went to college. Um, and there was always kingfishers on the river. So my sister, Hazel, big shout out. Um, she was like, just name a kingfisher. I love that yeah. you're giving her the credit for it too. Shout out. Yeah, oh, she'd kill me. She would murder me if I didn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Guys, you've been really busy. I was just saying to you that I got to see in King, King John's Castle, Hermitage Green. What was that like for you? Nuts. Yeah. Insane. Like they're, they're King John's is kind of iconic. Like, what a... Yeah, it's mad. See the whole city from the stage. Like we, I've been talking to Hermitage Green a few weeks ago, and looked at it, and they were like, "You can just see the entire city from the stage." It's like everyone down, down in the in the castle kind of can't see out too much because of the walls, but from the stage, it's so cool. Yeah, just looking out, and big massive crowd. It was just yeah. Well, yeah. you were lucky that night. You were covered in nicely on the stage. It rained it on us. Let me tell you. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> Poured. I did feel bad for the. Uh, yeah, we were we were part of the lucky gang. You were amazing. You've been really busy, lads. You've been non-stop. Tell me, you're fresh off the EP stage. That must have been some experience. I th- I think like 12 months ago, like leading into this, we had written a few songs and obviously with, say, Eyes on Lie or whatever, like we loved it, but we didn't really know what people would think of it or mm. Flowers Fire or any of the songs. Like I had no idea what we were staring down the barrel of or whether it was going to yeah. do anything for us. But it was always like... Well, I don't even know to say 12 months later like to cap off a summer like we're for the most part apart from the tour coming up and stuff the bulk of of the travelling the bulk of the playing um, for the summer is finished anyway but to finish like that is just absolutely obscene like I don't even know Yeah, it was goosebump stuff anyway going up like I think like the three of us got down off stage um, and literally just sat down and just were complete silence and everyone around us was like oh my god and <laughs> we were just so overwhelmed by you're like give thing. me a minute I'm in shock yeah literally literally the three of us were just sitting there completely stone faced so it's well look it's deserved you work hard your music is so beautiful Magoo tell me the e- like when you're coming off the EP stage were you just 
absolutely buzzing to have done something so big here in Ireland. I mean, on stage, uh, the energy was amazing. I mean, such a good time on stage. When we came off, I don't know what people were generally concerned for me because I couldn't say anything for about five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> like, you have to go to an interview now. And they're like, "Are you okay?" Like, <laughs> yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't as well. It's just such a huge moment for us and just. Uh, but you were nervous for that, like. That was the first time in a very long time that I was actually nervous for. for yeah. Yeah, because it's so important. Like EP is just just the biggest thing in Ireland. Like, you know. Yeah. And that was actually my next question, Eddie uh, Fitz. Do you still get nervous? Like when you, I know it, good nerves, they're always there. It's good to be nervous. But like, are you starting to kind of get used to the whole on stage? Do you still get nervous? Um, I I would have said I'd have been nervous at the very start. Um, but maybe as, as it's gone on, it's nice. It's nice to be able to go out with the two boys. Like the fact that the three of us have been friends for a long time. So it's, it's kind of, I suppose that helps. You're not going out on your own with everyone looking at you. I suppose it's three of us to share that. Um, pressure. We've got this kind of like, like these routines starting to develop backstage that hype us up a bit. And by the time we're maybe I kind of get nervous at sound check. I think sound check is where I get a little nervous. But by the time you're getting out on stage, it's just hype, massive mm. hype, and then yeah, it's more excitement than nervous. Love it, Eddie. Tell me, have you any musical influence that you know makes you or shapes you that you followed that you wanted to portray in your band? I think I'm trying to think of the big ones because like you're always kind of there's new stuff floating in or out or you're finding new acts or bands or people and it's like oh god I'd love to like steal that from them or, <laughs> they do that so well and you're kind of plucking yeah. bits out of like obviously I, I grew up listening to like watching a lot of movies and listening to a lot of like movie scores to movies and I always found it amazing that like the build of a narrative could be so strong based on a soundtrack like I don't know you could pick any of them like I need the Hans Zimmer stuff, like the Christopher Nolan stuff, like Interstellar or like... Love it. Yeah, Inception. Like that soundtrack just makes the movie insane. So I wanted... Moneyball. Yeah, Moneyball is another one, which is a Brad Pitt movie and Jonah Hill. And it was like, they, all those soundtracks just make the movie so much better. So I think from the, that standpoint, from like an instrumental standpoint, we really wanted to incorporate some of those big swells and big like moves in, in music that can like be so impactful. Um, and then... Lyrically, I suppose, and kind of further from that, like Bon Iver, um, Dermot inspired us massively. U2 even. Love some it. Of their, yeah, some of that Joshua Tree stuff and stuff was massive. So a lot, like a lot of Irish acts, I think, mostly for the most part. But yeah, some, like those, like everybody says Bon Iver, I guess. So. They do. They do. But yeah, at the same time, it's like when I was like 16 or whatever, I remember I found a song, a cover he did of a Bonnie Ray um, called I Can't Make You Love Me. I think it's down off YouTube now, but I remember I listened to that for, I'd say, about two weeks solid. And I just been so you're like, obsessive with music. If you find a song, that's me. Oh man! I'm like oh. I will replay it until it's completely burnt to out to the death. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah, ridiculous. Yeah. Listen, one of you, tell me. Come on, there has to be something funny. Have you a memorable moment across the summer <laughs> being on stage? Oh, Eddie's laughing. No. Yes, come no. on, guys. No, 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 we got to no. make this light for our listeners no, this morning. No. There has to be an embarrassing funny. Wa- what is there a watershed on this? Is this like a? <laughs> Like, go for it. No, go. no, no. Really? <laughs> oh, that's so not what? fair. Now I'm, I'm more intrigued. What? You can lighten it. What? What? Oh. Embarrassing moment. It, it, it can be. Im- that happened on stage. Yeah, it can be memorable. Oh, they constantly happen. Like as in, every, Do we don't. They? Oh, we don't get us through a set without something going completely hay- haywire. And then we get down. And everyone's like amazing. I was like, yeah, but this happened. They were like, we didn't notice at all. I was like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, like either 
guitars, like batteries and guitars, guitars going dead or things not being in tune or I have an I have a tendency to, to spin in one direction all the time. Slowly. I won't I won't just keep spinning, but I always turn that one way and eventually my lead will get really caught up and tangled in my legs and I'll always oh. <laughs> I've never heard this. <laughs> but I never actually fall over, so I never really bring it up. But yeah, I, I always almost... I love it. You'll spot me fall over and you'll be like, that's why. Yeah, yeah, now, and you've heard it here on Spin Now. He spins around until he gets entangled in the cords. Yeah. I love it. How do you find a balance between your personal lives with the demands of being in a band? There's three of you. Um, you clearly mesh well, though, I have to say, just from following you and seeing you on stage and seeing you even here this morning. Like, I have to say, Magoo and Fitz... You're, you you seem like besties. <laughs> I don't like him at all. I don't, uh, we like we were we were friends before that we ever started the band. We started college in 2017 and all met there, and then we didn't start the band until 2020. So yeah, so I mean we you know had a good foundation there. So it was it's, it's probably well it was 2020. Maybe it was 21. It was 21, yeah. I love how he's correcting him. Get it right. Yeah. Anyway, um, uh, yeah. So it's nice that we had that kind of. Friendship brewing, I suppose, before. So, I mean, like, a lot of the band stuff is also personal life stuff. It's just, you know, it's like even writing songs and stuff in the in the room is just spending our evenings doing something we enjoy doing. Mm. Um, yeah, I mean, we're definitely learning. We have not been at this for very long, so we're learning to balance things out properly and stuff. But, I mean, you know, like, the, I think the band became all of our hobbies as well at the same time. So, it's, it's it, maybe it's a little easier. For it's a passion. Yeah, rather than work and you just touched on it there reading my mind on my next question is there any particular themes or messages that you strive to convey through your music you said there you use some of your personal life like is that what what message do you try to portray or is it more of a relatable message to your I, I think well it's kind of dependent I think like you're shopping around a lot we're definitely zeroing in like lyrically on, on what we want to say like maybe I, I'm infamously bad with women Katie so uh, there's <laughs> plenty of ammunition there in terms of lyrics um, on that front but like but like maybe we always it's just stories of yeah. us growing up so I suppose it's like stories of Irish dads growing up in whatever this time period is now. this generation yeah. generation yeah uh, yeah it, it ranges a lot of it is to do with relationships and stuff I suppose but there are other songs that aren't about relationships and it kind of ranges yeah, well, look, people love the relationship music because everyone can relate to that. Heartbreak, breakups, mm. and as Eddie said, not being so great with the women. Not being so, <laughs> I'd yeah. love to dive into that a little bit more, Eddie. Yeah, well, uh, how long have we got? <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll clear the morning, I'll clear the morning. <laughs> Tell me, yeah. do you have any upcoming projects, releases that your fans can look forward to? Released a song yesterday. Oh, we did. We did. Yes, you did. You, it's this um, week's track of the week. Thank you very much. We'll be playing that a little bit later on. Uh, we have... Uh, Irish tour in October which is sold out thank, thank you so much you bought tickets yeah uh, we've got another song maybe coming in November spicy could, boy that could be spicy and we've got a milk market gig in Limerick in December which we're very excited for and so December 9th there's actually a couple of t- yeah tickets are going really really well for that so we're it's super amazing. excited yeah. how does it feel to have sold out uh, it's the tour the tour is sold out milk market I think we're down to our last last few yeah I don't think there's very many left at all which is insane, like, because yeah. it's a like that's a that's a big that's it by is. far and away our biggest venue. Yeah, which is like, <laughs> yeah, what? <laughs> um, we are absolutely buzzing for for what's coming. Um, our whole autumn is pretty stacked, kind of getting fuller. Uh, we released a 
a London show which was sold in I think like less maybe yeah 20 minutes so that's to say that's happened is just absolutely insane it's just a testimony to you guys that's what it is tell me uh, have you any or have you how do you Katie wake up how would you say you've evolved since beginning can you see how you've evolved obviously with the selling out and everything but as a band do you think you've evolved well we haven't sold out yet Katie well we sold out of shows we're not selling out (laughs) (laughs) jeez Eddie will you let me praise you (laughs) <laughs> okay, back to the question. Evolved. How have you evolved? Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> Fitz has lower back pain now. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. <laughs> 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 oh, my God. No. But I think that has just came with age, hasn't it? Oh, maybe. Don't say it. No. No. In terms of evolving, like, I think it's. We're. Like, it's, it's almost cyclical. Like, you're. you're testing the waters on things that like new ideas or new ways of writing or kind of new ways to I don't know even get the music out and kind of yeah just make your more of yourself available to people and see what they think of it I guess but like a lot of the time I think we find that we, we'll try things and it will almost reaffirm our identity that we started with Do you know when you, like when you start a project or if you're if, yeah. you, if you start even as a radio presenter or whatever if you start a goal and you come and you make make a go of something and then maybe you find you have an interest in something else but after a while sp- spreading your uh, ambition makes you really conscious of what's important to you if you get me I love that because so. it is you start off you might sway off and then you always come back to the yeah, passion of yeah, why yeah. you started I really do yeah. understand that look I'm going to play out a song called Headlands tell me quickly a little bit about this track uh, this is was yeah this is probably one of the most personal tracks we've got um, so I like we all grew up in farming backgrounds. We're all kind of rural kids, um, and it was written about kind of the trouble that can develop off a being as part of a farm and kind of the the, the stuff that happens. Um, I love it. Yeah, so it's 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 quite personal, right? Personal to all of us, like. But uh, I don't think anyone had. I don't know. I don't know. I just thought it was a bit of a novel idea because a lot of people. Like it's kind of an unspoken thing in Ireland. Like if there's trouble in a farm, we don't talk about kind of things. I love it. Well, do keep it here. When I get back, I'm going to be challenging the lads with this or that. We're going to be crowning them with this week's track of the week and playing out their new track, Caroline. Keep it here on Spin Now with me, Katie. It's King Fisher. I'm still joined in studio with the boys themselves, Eddie, Magoo and Fitz. Guys, I have a few more questions and then I'm going to hit you with a this or that. Tell me, Eddie, is there any people that you would love to collab with throw it out manifestation I'm a big believer oh god oh god oh god, <laughs> oh, god. <laughs> um, well obviously aforementioned uh, if Bonnie Vare wanted to come and knock and go for a few pints and a bit of a jam I would happily oblige love but, uh, it if you want also, to get Eddie to do anything you just say oh Bonnie Vare would do that and then uh, like, oh, would. no bother I'll do that too uh, yeah. <laughs> does that work with oh. Oh, all the time <laughs> 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 we get to do the dishes yeah <laughs> Um, there's a guy uh, he's a producer fairly famous his name is Rick Rubin so he in the 80s basically would have spearheaded a lot of production on the early hip hop records so like Run DMC and the Beastie Boys first record and then he went into like uh, Slayer he went into heavy metal straight after that and produced a lot of that and then he went back do you remember the Johnny Cash Hurt Yes. Do you know the Nine Inch Nails cover? Yes. He was he was the basically went to Johnny Cash when he was down as luck. He was doing like shows in restaurants and stuff. He was completely dust and went and found him. And was like you're going to make the best 
record you've ever made and uh, Johnny Cash laughed at him and then he came back and ended up making all this music and made that really famous cover uh, so he's like an idol, idol, idol. I can tell by you. Yeah, no, he's I'm like, oh, so in, excited. Yeah, yeah. If if that like that would just be yeah. I don't know if if that could happen, that would be ridiculous. So Magoo yeah. fits dream venue to play. Uh, mine's definitely Red Rocks. Nice. Uh, which is, it, yeah, it just looks so cool. Mm. Uh, so someday. Hopefully. What about you, Magoo? Yeah, I think um, that's been like a, a goal of ours is if, to make this work. We're going to head head straight to the Red Rocks. Yeah. You know. That's where we want to be. Nice, Ed, Eddie. Would you agree? Yeah, yeah. I'd say that's fair. Like any of those, like even EP main stage was like a bit of a. I don't even know. Like just standing out there is just like like a bit of a dream. Like, mm. like so. Even some of the stuff that we've done this year, like which is just uh, anyone that gave us a look or a shout or a listen, thank you so much because I think we're we're literally living some of those moments where it's like when you started off and you're kind of looking up at these lads on stage and being able to do things like that but yeah Red Rocks definitely yeah some of those big American, Madison Square Gardens or any of those massive ones but like we've already played some of the stages that I would have said that's a dream do you know yeah but the dream keeps evolving doesn't it's it mad. the it's goal mad. It's keeps crazy. getting pushed out yeah, yeah. but we can't forget to really enjoy the moment and I love that for me that you came off EP stage you were all shook Magoo <laughs> They were getting an ambulance for him. He wasn't yeah. able. Yeah. But it, the first words he said was, I need a pint. Yeah. Somebody get <laughs> <laughs> but it's the truth, isn't it? It's like, yeah. enjoy the process totally. while also pushing that dream totally. and that goal out. Yeah. Well, lads, what's your favourite song or cover to perform live and why? Tough one. I think that's different for everyone. Yeah, we'll go for it, Eddie. We'll start with you. Probably is. There's a... The first song I ever learned, for if, if it was with the boys or if it was on my own, I suppose... I'd, we probably have the, the band answer, but on a personal level, I, there's a song called Speak by a guy called Ben Abram. It was the first thing I learned on guitar. And I just always loved playing that song. It was kind of the first. So Ben Abram, definitely. Nice. Magoo? Yeah. Ah, I love the monitor. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. A half an hour session in a pub. Yeah, I, I don't really have a favourite. Um, to tell you the truth. That's, uh, you like them all. What about you, Fitz? It, it, it actually, mine kind of depends on what instrument I'm playing. Um, okay. If it's guitar, it's probably uh, Caroline, and if it's bass, it's probably anyway. Nice, nice, Eddie, Eddie, Eddie. The one rule. <laughs> the the one one rule. rule. Oh, you had one I'm job. So sorry, I'm really. <laughs> you had I one do. job. No phones, no phones live in studio. It's okay, it's okay. Listen, it's live radio. What can we do? I'm loving it. He's dying, by the way. Eddie is now currently dying. But listen, lads, it's trying to play this or that. It's just a little game that we play to uh, let our listeners get to know you on a, a little bit of a better level. So I'm going to, because there's three of you, I'll start with Eddie, I'll go to Magoo, I'll go to Fitz. And uh, yeah, let's play this or that. Okay, Eddie, coffee or tea? Coffee. Magoo, summer or winter? Summer. Fitz, morning person or night owl? Oh, night owl. Okay, back to Eddie, cats or dogs? Dogs. Uh, <laughs> books or movies? Movies. Uh, sweet or savoury, Fitz? Sweet. Uh, Eddie, city life or countryside? City. Magoo, Netflix or YouTube? YouTube. And Fitz, sunrise or sunset? Sunrise. I'm, I'm getting con- I'm like what name am I on Eddie phone call or text message phone call I like it uh, Magoo indoor activities or outdoor adventures everyday outdoor adventures nice Fitz fiction or non-fiction oh 
<laughs> I knew there's oh, always one. It. I don't know. Um, I've both halfway. Uh, halfway. Fiction. You can't go halfway. Fiction, okay, fiction. fiction. I like it. I'm sorry. Eddie, early bird or night owl? Early bird. No, no, night owl is definitely night owl. Lies. No, no. Lies. <laughs> I just don't lie. Magoo, Instagram or Twitter? Instagram. Nice. Uh, Fitz, dancing or singing? Singing. Or I'd say dancing, clearly roping yourself up with all those wires. Eddie, uh, cake or ice cream? Oh, biscuit or cake. Uh, ice cream. Nice. Uh, we are going with comedy or drama? Oh, comedy, I'd say. Okay. Fitz, traveling by plane or road trips? Uh, road trips. Nice. Eddie, sunflowers or roses? <sighs> roses. Yeah. I'm not supposed to disagree, but I'm like, boo, no, sunflowers. Sunflowers? Yeah. Katie, if a lad turned up with a load of sunflowers or a load of roses, what? I'd be buzzing. I am not that girl. I am not that girl. I am not that dozen roses girl. No, I'm different. Dozen sunflowers. It doesn't even have to be a dozen. A bunch of sunflowers. Fitz and Magoo have fell off their chair. They're about eight feet tall, so you couldn't walk around with them. You know they can get cut down, okay? Oh, right, right, right. Okay, last question goes to Magoo. Cooking at home or dinner out, or can you cook at all? I'm going to say cooking at home, but Fitz has basically become my personal chef. <laughs> oh, oh, I want to know more. Fitz is like the best cook. He's very, very good. Oh, Fitz? Yeah. He's, He's very good. So you're a cook, you're a cook. I'm not a cook. Oh, I make, I make uh, pasta bakes you and carbonaras. Nice. Handy stuff, easy to make. No. Yeah, yeah, but he does this, he'll do this thing all the time where it'll be like, we'll have, like if I have a meal, I will not stray from the meal. It's like, I'm making fajitas. I'm making fajitas for the next six months. Fitz will come in and he'll be like, oh, what if we added a bit of this or we did a bit, we could try this. And I'm like, no, 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 this sounds like a terrible idea. And then he'll arrive on with this plate of stuff and it's just the best thing you've ever eaten. I and love it though. He does it all the time. Shout out to Fitz. Experiment with the cooking. So how you learn, it's how you learn. Okay, it's that time of the week where I get to press this big red button. Track of the week with Katie on Spin. Congratulations, guys. You are this week's track of the week with your track, Caroline. Before I play it out to our listeners, tell me a little bit about a bit about a bit about, a bit about the song. <laughs> uh, it was written very quick. It's probably the fastest song we've written. 15 minutes. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So we were all sitting around in, in the sitting room at home at Magoo's farm and uh, we it just kind of popped out of us with that quick, like between the three of us. And then... Uh, we, it was, it was, it all happened so fast that we had it that we didn't even kind of, it was on the back burner kind of thing. And there's lots of ideas floating around there that sometimes don't get seen or do get seen or they get mixed together into something new. And one of the lads came over and I just played it for him. And he was like, oh, he was really excited about it and really like loved the track or whatever. So just because if it wasn't for Michael, I don't think it would have seen the light of day. But it's, it's, yeah, again, a little bit about relationships, a little bit about like, that kind of quintessential Irish take on love or whatever you want to say. Mm. I yeah. see you looking to the boys, you're like, jump in, jump in. So it's not about Caroline, no? There, there's, <laughs> there is a, there is a, there's a Caroline in there somewhere. But, uh, I love it, I love yeah. it. Guys, where can our listeners buy your tickets, find you on social media, follow your journey? Um, we're on all social media platforms. Uh, it's uh, Kingfisher, so just drop the K-I-N-G-F-I-S-H-R official. Um, so TikTok and Instagram mostly. Yeah, yeah. and uh, and tickets are on Ticketmaster for Ticketmaster, yeah. the only gig we have tickets left for is the Milk Market at Limerick on 9th of December, uh, which is very exciting and it's almost gone. So act quick if you like. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it is actually almost gone. Is the thing. It's not yeah. like one of those. Ooh, ooh, it's almost gone. It's, no, it's yeah. really almost gone. Yeah. Okay, lads, 
That was fun. All that's left Thank to you do. So much. It's been a pleasure. Thank you. you have to introduce your brand new track on Spins Out West. I'm Eddie from Kingfisher. This is our new track, Caroline Spins Track of the Week. Thank you so much, Katie.